What's going on all you cleat heads out there? This is Lazio Close and this is another episode of the Kicking Cleats. What's going on guys? Uh, it's going to be a jam-packed episode. We're going to be talking about our usual stuff. City A, Bundesliga, La Liga, Ligue 1. And we're going to throw in some Champions League. And yes, I'm going to be talking the most shit about Lazio. And their disgusting and pathetic performance against Bayern Munich. So let's get to it. Alright, so let's start off with the big matches of City A. Um, uh, let's start off with Inter and Milan, the Derby. This was crazy leading up to it. I know that uh, Inter a while back knocked out Milan in the Coppa Italia. And uh, Milan were wanting to, to get the revenge for that. Unfortunately, they didn't go their way. Uh, Inter coming up with a 3-0 win. And I gotta say, Romelu Lukaku, you beast of a man. You tick boy boss. I gotta say he's a complete striker. This guy, uh, all you Man United out fans that said he was garbage, he was trash, he was useless for Man United. Shame on you guys. Shame on you guys. Honestly, just beginning of the match, he was time in and time out again. He's just so good and so awake, so alert. He can take that ball from one side of the field to another. He's not a type in. Uh, sorry, he's not a tap in striker like Jesus. Balotelli, uh, well, Balotelli's starting to show his kind of his, his new profound form with Monza, but uh, I think Jesus is a, is a good kind of example. I feel like Jesus is just a kind of isolated tap-in striker. Same with Icardi, but with you know seeing how Lukaku, he's just a beast. He can he can run, he can cross, he can set up plays in very tight tight spots, and uh, it was just it was a very good game to see. Uh, unfortunately, Milan just were very, very... They looked tired. They looked very scrambled in the back. Uh, Kalir there, or Kajir, number 24. Milan, he, the guy was like pretty much doing everything on his own, even though he didn't have a great game. And Dalaruma was like, what's going on? Like, my defense is nowhere to be seen. Um, so I just feel like with Zlatan, he kind of, you know, bit off more than he could chew, talking all that smack. To, to Romolo and, and everybody at Inter. Everybody was making fun of Zlatan actually when he was like running off the pitch. Everyone's like, oh, you don't want to be late for Seremo. I don't think he's going to sing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's just going to be like a, a guest host. Um, I was on Cacciatiers the other night and uh, Francesco there was saying that he, he's, he's going to sing and stuff like that. I'm not too sure. I thought it was Balico Lestelle. I thought it was Dancing with the Stars. And no, he's like, no, it's Seremo. And like, I had no idea. So that would be hilarious just lots and just imagine he's like a great singer and just like retires and just becomes a singer like fuck it who cares uh moving on to the the next game here atlanta's thrashing napoli of course gasparini doesn't have any excuses up his sleeve because he actually won this game they've been doing actually pretty good i can't uh give atlanta too much of a tough time they're kind of regaining their form and rediscovering themselves after you know papu gomez some people may disagree with me. They say, oh, well, they're playing well with them to begin with and they're good without them. Yes and no. There's times where, you know, they, they could, especially in Champions League, that I'm going to get into shortly. Um, but they, they did play a solid game against Napoli. Napoli, I don't know what it is. They're just, I don't know. They're, they're not a, a scareful team anymore. I don't think that anybody, nobody fears them anymore. Obviously, that win with Juventus the week prior, that gave them that kind of boost of confidence. And then going into the Europa League match with Granada, that didn't work out so well. And then not coming into this game, it's like they had to start off from scratch. And then obviously, they lost. So, not too much of a surprise there, to be brutally honest. I, 
I, I want to talk good to Napoli, but at the same time, I can't because there's nothing to show for it. Very, very disorganized with the whole operation. Obviously, with Martins uh, not being there and stuff like that, it kind of just uh, discreets the morale. Chucky. I was really hoping that Chucky would kind of fill in the shoes uh, for the number nine. Uh, unfortunately, he, he um, Umsoa there, was kind of feeling ill. He fainted. It's not COVID-related as of yet. We don't know for sure, but this kid has been really having a tough time adapting in City. Ah, it's really a shame because Napoli has dropped a F-ton of money. I think it was $45 million to be exact. And it just this kid can catch a break. You know, one thing, it's, it's he breaks his wrist. Other thing is it's a leg injury. Now it's, you know, him fainting and stuff like that. So uh, I really hope that Napoli kind of pull through. I still think that Gattuso is going to get sacked. I want to say now, but again, it's really going to be hard to find someone to replace him at the time. So it's obviously going to be the end of uh, this season. Uh, Benevento Roma. This really caught me off surprise. I really thought that Roma were going to pull through coming from their excellent game against Braga in the Europa League. Having said that though, Benevento, they're a team that a lot of people have been sleeping on. Yes, okay, they have their crummy kind of run as well too. But they give, you know, bigger teams a tough time. And uh, Roma being one of them and Roma being a team that, you know, they weren't able to pick uh, to beat any of the top teams in City yet of the season. Uh, Fonseca obviously is having a tough time with that. What I can say is that obviously Zeko's kind of, you know, finding his form a little bit. Uh, on and off the pitch, he's he's kind of showing his characteristic again. He he really wants that armband badly again, even though he got denied for the second time, I believe. So I, I Roma will bounce back. It, this is a team that is is very, aside from this game, very organized. They've kind of find their their striking talisman, and uh, and Boya there, uh, number twenty one. I just call him Boya as as a nickname. Obviously, with Zeko kind of depleting his kind of. A career at Roma, I I think, and uh, a friend of mine from Culture Tears there, uh, Elliot, he said he's going to go to the Bundesliga. I agree. I think um, I think he's going to go to Leverkusen. I think that'd be a, a great team for him, or Frankfurt, or or Freiburg, or, or one of those teams and stuff like that. Obviously, um, not Bayern. I mean, that would be a nice kind of uh, replacement striker for him, but I I just don't see where he fits there. They've got, I think, a, a backup striker as well too. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that's gonna work. So Zeko, I think this is last season. I think he's gonna leave, regardless. I think his time as Roma is coming to an end, and I'm sure a lot of Roma fans are, are gonna agree with you with that one. Uh, Juventus and Croutons, Crotone. You when you know talk about that. Obviously, an easy breezy game for easy breezy beautiful cover girl game for Juventus. Uh, even uh, Ronaldo looking solid, but again, it's Crotone. Like pff, anybody can, well, you sure hope so. Anybody can blow past three goals against Crotone, right? So really, nothing exciting there. Uh, Fiorentina finally get a win over Spezia, three nothing. Uh, Cagliari in Torino, Torino beating Cagliari one nothing. Lazio Sampdoria. This game was interesting. I was I was very mad. I was very mad watching this game. They made it seem like they won the World Cup. They made it seem they won like an important game. It's Sampdoria, guys. I know Sampdoria has their runs here and there, but come on, guys. Like You're coming into the Bayern Munich game. 
You beat Sampdoria. You, this game should have been easily one, two, three, nothing. Easily, easily. You shouldn't be like celebrate. Like it was just I. It's I've to me they're, they're just a bunch of kids. You know what I mean? They win like oh yeah, I get it. You gotta win. Be happy a little bit. Move on. Back to you focus on Bayern Munich. I felt like they just focused all their time on this kind of measly three points against Sampdoria, which didn't really help them in the table. It helped them a little bit, but not as much, right? So it is what it is. Genoa Verona, this was a great game. I was literally happy, happy, happy for Genoa, even though I wanted Verona to win in a sense because Verona has been really, really good. i hoping they get that Europa League spot and Napoli give that spot to Verona. I think that's going to likely be happening. It looks like it's going to happen. We don't know for sure. Genoa, though. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, they're not going to be qualifying for any European competition. Looks like they are safe, though. Man, what a game. What a game to tie it up. Safety. Like, they're going on a good streak. And I got to say, obviously, Genoa FC Toronto there. I mean, he must have been going wild. Buck wild. Sassuolo and Bologna 1-1. Parma and Dunese 2-2. That was a really scrappy game. Kind of enjoyed that game. Uh, It was pretty good. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for for City. Ah, uh, I mean, it was it was not bad, not bad for for City. I mean, again, I was really hoping Milan they would win it. I'm very scared for Milan right now. Very scared. Very, very, very scared. Um, I don't think that they're gonna catch Inter. Unfortunately, I hate to say this. I think their Scudetto dreams are slipping away. Uh, I think that you know fourth or fifth spot is looks more likely. Elliot again has predicted this as well. I kind of agree with him. It's just one of these things that they go, 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 and they kind of hit a, a little pothole on the road, and that's it. They can't recover from that. I hope it doesn't happen. I really hope that they do qualify for Champions League. Scudetto, it's like, eh. But to qualify for Champions League, that, that's a must for Milan. They have to qualify for Champions League. Or else it's it's just a, a way. All of this was meant nothing. Meant nothing. So I just saw uh, all the best for... For Milan, and then we'll see how what happens there. Moving on to the fucking Prem. Yeah, bro, the Prem. Yeah, yeah. Team Crumpets, yeah. It's raw. Anyways, that's my my take at an English accent. Obviously, that was uh, wasn't the greatest, but hey, you try, right? West Ham. Now, can we talk about West Ham for a second? Oh, my God. Lingard coming in, banging in the goals between the sticks with his, you know, nasty dance moves. The team is just looking solid. And again, I've said this in my last episode that big teams are going to be shopping in West Ham. They're going to be shopping West Ham. There's a few players that are, you know, uh, linked to to Man U and stuff like that and other clubs. I really hope it would be nice for them to qualify for Europe, if not Champions League. That would be really nice to see. Just a different kind of flavor. English, you know, English muffin flavor into the European competitions. It would be really good to see that. Uh, West Ham overcoming Spurs 2-1. I'm happy for the win, but obviously not happy of the team they played against. Again, if anybody's wondering, yes, my wife is super pissed off. She flipped a couple tables here and there when she saw the score. But sure enough, she's still a Spurs fan. Actually, there is reports um, that Jose might get sacked. And Leisbing's coach, Mr. Julian there, Mr. Babyface, might come in and replace him. So I hope not. 
I really think that even though they're having a bad string of games, I feel like Jose and the boys are really coming together. They're really getting along. Again, Dali Ali being the stupid parasite of, of the this whole thing. Oh, by the way, Dali Ali, I was I don't know what podcast I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna throw you guys under the bus or anything like that. But somebody they're kind of going through the Bayern Munich team and and kind of naming off players to replace the the player. So someone uh, someone had a play for Lewandowski and then someone had a player for Mueller. And this guy said Deli Ali replacing Muley, uh, Muley, Mueller. Ma, are you okay? Are you okay? What the hell are you? Oh, first of all, first of all, let me stop you right there. Why the hell? We're like, what are you thinking of? 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, Deli Ali, like when he was hot in form, or like the Jufro, you know, pube stash, homeless looking guy that we're getting recently. Like, forget about the time before. We got you got to think about the now. And come on, the guy, Mueller, I get it. Mueller's not a big guy, too, but he lives, breathes, drinks, wipes fucking Bundesliga. Dalian in Bundesliga, he'd get killed. He'd get demolished. They would kill his lengthy ass. Yes, okay, I know that Bayern Munich are known for, you know, beefing up their players. I don't know if it's steroids or, like, whatever the case may be. Whatever, it's their business. But they've been they've been making some tick boys, like, anorexic little schoolboys to, like, tick-ass, like, bodybuilders. Like, Brandon Chobb-looking motherfuckers, right? So, I just, I just can never see... Built or not, I can't see Deli Ali playing in Bundesliga, let alone Boon, like Bayern Munich. Like I was when I saw that, I was like, "Dude, you're insane! You're insane!" Like to do what? Play play up behind the striker and do what? Just like pick the flowers, and then he gets there, he's gonna be bitching and complaining all the time. Like no, I had I just had to put that out there. If anybody disagrees with me, please DM me and and please I like to get this discussion going. Um, Deli Ali to Bundesliga, yay or nay? I'm saying fucking yay. I'm saying nine, 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 nine. That's what I'm fucking saying. Anyways, moving on. Leicester City against Aston Villa. No problem for the Foxes right there. Again, what can I say about the Foxes? They're just shooting high. They're they're doing great. Unfortunately for Aston Villa, there was another team that were kind of like okay, you know, along with West Ham, they're they're getting up there in the table. But again, there's always that kind of bad luck they, that they kind of... It's either they're not playing well or an injury or, or something like that. So it is what is actually... Uh, before I, I move any further, Berg from uh, Sheffield United is linked to Aston Villa. So that would be a great signing for Villa. Obviously, the Blades are going to get relegated to the championship. The Blades are going to do a cleanup of the team. Obviously, most of the players don't want to go down the Champions League. Uh, championship, sorry, it is what it is, and Berg would be an excellent, excellent addition to the team, to Aston Villa. I think that would be a great signing for sure. Man City, just squeezing. When I sque- when I say squeeze, like you know when that you're you're taking you just like a little caca, and you got the little turd going, and you're pushing, you're pushing, you're pushing for hours on end. You get the little wee turd there. That's what Man City. They just like literally, they played well. They played well. Don't get me wrong. But that's what it felt like, just like a little wee turd, just like a little little Hershey kiss is just like kind of coming out of there, you know. Uh, Newcastle falling short, Man United, obviously, it, it Newcastle's really having a tough time. Everyone's, there's a, a good fair of, of people saying they might get relegated. 
And it's funny because this was a Newcastle that two times, this is twice now, that Newcastle United were going to be bought out by some big money ballers. One was Floyd Mayweather. I think it was back in 2017, 2018 season. Or hang on. Or maybe 2019 season. Anyways, they were going to get bought out by Floyd Mayweather. And everyone's like, bye, Ronaldo. No, no, no. Like, it was hilarious. Like, he even said, like, I'm a fan of Newcastle. And, like, I want to buy the club. I don't know if that's true or not. And then they got, like, the, those, you know, young money Arabs over there in the oil country. Going to buy them. And then it just fell short this past summer. It was just crazy. It was nuts. Uh, Brighton and uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace uh, beating Brighton 2-1. Leeds beating Southampton through mil. That's good to see. I like to see Leeds, you know, getting up those points there. I think it's safe to say that Leeds aren't going to get relegated. It's really good to see that. <clears throat> They've been out for, for quite a bit now. I think 14 years out of the prem. So it's very good to see them back. And, uh, yeah, it's, like, it's, just, it's just very crazy to see Leeds. They're doing really good, really solid. I really think that uh, they're going to do well next season. I, I really think that they're going to um, pull pull their weight. It's it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. So um, I don't want to talk about Liverpool. Liverpool is really having a tough time. I feel for Klopp. Really, I I, I really do feel for Klopp. I just I uh, with their loss of with Everton, it's oh, it's just it's so it's so sad to see. It's it's really sad to see. A legendary coach kind of going through a stump. But that's the thing. Like, even Pep said, too. This isn't the end. Like, it, it's they're having a little bit of issues. But they're going to come back. It's They're going to come back. It is what it is. They're going to... Next, you know, they have Sheffield United. Then they have Chelsea. Obviously, they should blow past Sheffield United. Chelsea might be a little dicey. Just with Tommy Boy over there. With this Utsinsikafugitsfagen, you know, German spells that he's doing on the team. He just made this new, like, German hybrid, you know, Chelsea team. And they're looking solid. So, hopefully, Liverpool bounce back from the sixth place kind of finish there. Or not finish, but just place that they're in. Uh, moving on to Bundesliga. Yes, the Bundesliga. Wolfsburg smashing Armenia. Three zip. Now, yes, this is the same Armenia that tied with Bayern Munich, which was very, very interesting to see. Frankfurt beating Bayern, which when I saw this game, I literally thought, okay, Lazio has a chance. Man, was ever fucking wrong, obviously. But it is what it is. Frankfurt. What can I say about Frankfurt? What can I say about Silva? This guy is on top craziness. Just found his form again. I'm really happy to see this. Unfortunately, he didn't have it in Milan. He must have drank some, some I don't know, some German juice, something. I don't know. He had a, uh, a tzitzel or whatever the, the, they eat over there. And they just changed his whole mentality of the game. And he's banging the goals left, right, and center. And I don't blame Atletico Madrid and Man United fighting over this guy. Like, it's going to be an interesting summer with Silva. I, I think he'll go. Hopefully, it won't come to the situation where he's so good, goes to another league and just bombs. I think, to me, I think he should go to Atletico, Perpo Suarez, and Joao Felix. I don't think Aguero is going to go to Atletico. It would be nice, but I think that Atletico Madrid should focus their time on Silva. He's younger. He's going to... He's not. I don't think he's like going to make more goals, obviously, than Aguero. Aguero is a nonstop goal machine. Um, even though he's not playing as many games now, but I feel like Silva would be kind of the smart route 
just with age and and everything like that, I think you're gonna get more out of him if you sign him because Suarez is got Suarez isn't getting younger either, right? So he looks like he's gonna be going um, in the next couple of years. Stugart, Stugatso, I come Stugatso, Stugart, I come Stugatso. Uh, B Cologne, one nothing. Mains, this is another shocker. Mains, yes, Mains beat Muchinka Black two one. This was a this was a shocker, really shocked me. Uh, Union Berlin, another kind of uh, not much of an upset. Union Berlin doing pretty good this this season, uh, beating Freiburg one nothing. Dortmund, no surprise, just kicking the living crap out of Schalke for nothing. Augsburg and Leverkusen one one. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig beating Hertha Berlin three nothing, and Hoffenheim destroying like ripping them apart, wearing them Brenham for nothing. Moving on to do, 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 uh, League One, League One. Um, interesting. I, I there's times where I, I kind of rip on League One a little bit. I, it's it. I can say it's not a farmers league. I said that before, but a lot of the the teams are kind of stepping up and giving you know the bigger clubs like PSG a tough time. Uh, Lyon beating Brest three two. Saint-Étienne and Rems one one. Marseille still can't get a win, and I think. They picked up another red card. It's crazy. Uh, with Knights 1-1. One, one. Uh, Montpellier beating Rennes 2-1. Nice and Metz. Metz beating Nice 2-1. Uh, Dijon and Lens 2-1 for Lens. Anger uh, and Strasbourg with 0-0. Nimes beating Bordeaux. I didn't expect that. 2-zip. And Lille just destroying Lorient 4-1. And Monaco with the shock. Monaco beating PSG 2-0. That was very interesting. Um, and then we have another game with Nimes today. Uh, they beat Lorient 1-0. Uh, so it was just very crazy to see you know Monaco coming out and just kind of... Monaco, you could say, is a little bit of a dark horse if they play well. Obviously, not 100%. Like back in the day, 2017, 2016 season when they had Bernardo, Facal, Mendy... Um, Mapape, obviously, you know, the the squad that won the league. Uh, like, imagine, you know, keeping some of those players and how different that would have been. It would have been, it would have been nuts. It would have been crazy. All right, so we're going to move on to La Liga. La Liga. All righty. Okay. All righty, so. Real Batiste, one nothing over Gatafe. Uh, Elche, which is this is the club that's after uh, Payati from. Oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm probably butchering it from TFC. I don't know if they're gonna come back for him. I know they 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 do want him. That's another tough loss for TFC if they're gonna be losing another player like that. Didn't really play as much because of his injury, but that's for another time. Levante, Levante. Livunte beating Atletico Madrid 2-0. What, what a shocker. I, I felt like this Atletico Madrid team is kind of slacking a little bit, even with Champions League. Again, I'll, I'll get back, I'll get to that. I just feel like they're getting a little little cocky a little bit, and they kind of have to pick up the steps. They have to go backwards a little bit to go forward. So they kind of have to reevaluate of what's going on. I felt like they were a little... They came into this game very, very cocky, and it bit them in the ass for sure. Valencia against Celta Vigo 2-0. Real Madrid, which this is a game that they should have blown past. one nothing over Villa de Oid. 
Barcelona and Catiz, which won one. Catiz, I got to say, I'm very impressed with Catiz. They're playing very well this season. Obviously, some some mishaps here and there, but I think it's safe to say that they're going to stay up, I think. Real Sociedad against Alvarez, uh, Alvarez, sorry, for nothing. Great game. It was a great, great, great game for sure. Uh, Huskia versus Granada, 3-2. This was this was a scrappy game. If you want to talk about scrappy games, this was a scrappy game. Granada getting the red card. This is a Granada side that like people always underestimate. They always give big teams a tough time. The one team that kind of be- beat them no problem was Atletico Madrid at the beginning of the season. But just time and time again, Soldado... He doesn't look 33-34. He doesn't play like he's 33-34. He plays like he's in his younger years when he was with, you know, Valencia, Spurs, Getafe. Like, he was, he's playing very good now. I think he's going to do very well. Athletic Cup and Villarreal won 1-1. I feel like Villarreal should have won this. And Sevilla blowing past Asuna um, to nothing. And then we have the games of this week, just Barcelona versus Elche, 3-0. So... Very interesting uh, games for La Liga. Again, Atletico Madrid, if they want to win La Liga, they have to stop snoozing. Barca, they got to stop snoozing too. I feel like this Barca team is slowly getting depleted. Obviously, from that PSG game, I don't know if we're going to see a repeat of the 2017 PSG and Barca matchup. Obviously, different teams, different... Oh, no, same teams, different players, sorry. Different time zone and stuff like that. I don't think Barca will will make a comeback. I don't think so. I think it's done. I think a lot of times have changed. These players are getting really old. I just don't get it with Real Madrid and Barca. Like they're having a tough time letting go of these players. I get it. They're really good, but there's got to be a point in time where you have to let go. PK, Sergio, especially Sergio Biscuits, Sergio Busquets, or I call him Biscuits because he's useless and he looks like a biscuit. So let go guys. Just let go. All right, so let's get down to the nitty-gritty of Champions League. La Champions! Guys, what can I say about the Champions League? Okay, obviously, before we talked about Dortmund and Sevilla, uh, 3-2 there, and then the Porto-Juve game, 2-1 to Porto over Juventus. We kind of touched on the last episode, I'm pretty sure. It was just kind of, it was crazy how, you know, Porto overcame Juventus. I knew Juventus were going to have a tough time, even though I, I hate them to the core I very hate them so much I thought they were going to get Porto a, a, a tougher time but it didn't look like that and uh, yeah I think they have to kind of uh, Chesney needs to leave he's a he's a he's a, just a piece of work that guy blaming Bontancourt I know Bontancourt passed the ball back to we, we all know the story he passed the ball back to Chesney and then instead of you know blaming Chesney himself he just throws the ball to Bontancourt like the guy's an idiot he should leave, but the core should leave. Uh, Juventus really, and and do you guys hear about the whole Amazon thing, the all or nothing Juventus? Like, come on, guys! Like, oh, you couldn't pick another team in City, huh? Really? You you guys already have a documentary on Netflix. You gotta pick again. Like, come on! It's because of Ronaldo, obviously. I'm sure they got. They won't talk about the scandal. They won't talk about how they cheated and shit and bought. I mean, uh, sorry, one other like they're not gonna talk about that though. They bought other clubs. No, of course not. Anyways, Amazon, smarten up. Moving on, uh, Chelsea, another Atletico game, which I really thought Atletico had this in the bag. Even though Chelsea were doing great, I really thought that Atletico were going to, especially Suarez, like, what are you doing trying to 
fight. Like, I don't know, stupid. Rudiger and Suarez kind of going at it. Like, come on, guys. Like, for F sakes. Like, it was so stupid. <clears throat> um, Giroud, though. Giroud, what a beauty, man. What a beauty. Actually, it's funny. With Giroud, I have him on my Borussia Dortmund FIFA 21 career mode. Just quick story. I sold Hallen. I sold all the top players at Bruce Dortmund. I said, okay, I want to buy. The, the intention game plan is that I want to buy Keane, but he's on loan. So I try to make it realistic, spend the year without him, and then I'm going to get him when his loan expires with PSG and he's at Everton. So don't I buy Ben Edier from Monaco, drop 40 mil, and doesn't that mother ever get hurt? He gets hurt. Training session that doesn't do doesn't play one game for me doesn't play one game for me gets her and he's a great player in FIFA 21. I don't care if he's 29, 30. He's a great player. I I want to keep it more realistic as I could. I just wanted to get like a filler striker, and then just kind of and it'd be kind of cool seeing him play in the Bundesliga, right? Like kind of call him the the yellow bulldog, or it would be kind of cool. Just kind of make it realistic. He gets hurt. I'm scrambling to get, it's like last day of the, the transfer run. I'm scrambling to get a, a, a striker. For some reason, I can't sign all these strikers. I don't know what's going on. I'm offering all these money. Who do I see? Giroud. I'm like, okay, screw it. I get Giroud. Doesn't he score score like a scorpion kick in the first game I had with him? Debut. It was crazy. And then the net following game, I, I'm playing Bayern Munich. 90th minute. I sub him on. Boom. Scores a goal. Ties the game. Amazing. Amazing. So that's my quick story there. Guys want a, a, a quick and easy effective striker? Sign Giroud. You will not you won't regret this. Sign Giroud, please. So Giroud back to this game aesthetical and Chelsea, what a mother in kick. That was great. That was very good to see. A little tear came down. A lot of people were like, ah nah. No, some people were like, wow, whatever. I think it was a great goal. It was you know, really stunned, you know, Atletico Madrid. They were kind of paralyzed. Okay, what we do? So hopefully second leg, things will be different. But kudos to Chelsea. Stick to their guns and then going on from there. I'm going to come back to the to Lazio and Bayern one. I just want to cover up, you know, Man City, Mushiga Black, and then uh, Real and uh, Atlanta. Man City obviously didn't have a tough time against Mushiga Black. That was kind of a meh game, whatever. Now let's talk about the Real Madrid game. Now, I'm before I started recording today, I got a little bit of heat from people saying the Fiora, you know, red card wasn't a red card. You know, Mendy overreacted and stuff like that. The ref doesn't know what he's doing. Gasparini obviously said to was like, why are you? He said something along like, you don't even play the game. Why are you? Like, okay, newsflash, buddy. Some refs, it happens. Some refs don't even play at all. And they're just refs. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't like Gasparini. I think he's a he's a baby. He's a sore loser. He's starting to become a cocky idiot. He's trying to change his Atlanta into Juventus, kind of. I, I feel like, and every time he loses, he just sucks. Like sucks like a little baby. He's just like, oh my god, he's always has got an excuse ready. And you know what I can say about excuses? Excuses are lies. Honestly, just I'm gonna say it. Obviously, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for saying this. I don't like Gasparini as a coach. He just he's all over that stupid three five two formation, and just. His tactic, I don't know. Like he, don't get me wrong. He's a good coach. He knows how to play well with Atlanta. As a person, I just don't like him. He just, he's always complaining. He's always throwing players under the bus. He's a, he's a. I don't care what anybody says. He's a prime reason why Papu left. You can try to defend Gasparini all you want. Gasparini, the owner, they said, hey, listen, 
you want to tie your dick in a knot and just go up and, and give Papu like a living hell of a freaking time at Atlanta and get him sold? Sure, no problem. It it obviously there's more to that story. I know Papu wasn't easy at times, but I mean you guys let a key player go for sure. Looking at this game, Real were going in with a depleted team. Benzema were out. Like a lot of a lot of players were out. Like it was just discussing how many players were out. I get it. It's Real Madrid. They could play well, even with their second string team. I get that. Whatever. But guys, you kind of shit the like at least one goal. You could have got one goal. You had this chance. Now by the time the next leg comes, one, two, three of those players from that list, they're gonna come back. So, like you kind of guys lost your chance. And for the red card, I get it. Mendy overdid it. I get it. He used his his acting skills that he got from Neymar's acting classes. Look it up. Uh, NeymarsActingClasses.com It's Leonardo DiCaprio actually he he wrote a, a thing saying it's it's just it's a fantastic class. It's great. That's how he won his Oscar. Um anyways, Mendy did overreact. Having said that though, the way the Fjord came in, he used first of all he used his hip and he used a put a pushing motion. He used a pushing motion. So you as a ref and with the ref looking at that angle, of course you're gonna give a red card. People are giving me a hard time. No, it's a challenge. And no, 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 no. He stopped them on the way of play. He was pretty much the only player on a breakaway. You kind of pushed them. And it wasn't kind of like shoulder to shoulder. And he put his leg in front too. He clipped them pretty good. So I get the both sides, but I'm giving a slight edge to a red card. I, I, I got to do it. I'm not trying to throw Atlanta under the bus. I want. I was cheering for them. I wanted them to win. But as a referee point of view, and Gasparini, shut the hell up. You stupid nonno, go drink an espresso. You son of a bitch. It, I think it was a red card, for sure. So, let's hope that Atlantic can, can kind of pick up their game and be like, okay, let's kind of go in this as another view, another angle. We have to be careful with our fouls, because obviously these are players that you touch them, they go flying, and see where we go from there. Lazio and Bayern. Now, before I go on, I got to say that for me, Inzaghi is dead to me. Inzaghi is dead to me. Inzaghi is not my coach anymore. Me as a Lazio fan, I do not refer as Inzaghi my coach anymore. I don't care. We lost. I knew we were going to lose. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I'm very upset. Like I was losing it, screaming. I should have recorded it, but whatever. It is what it is. Kind of lost, lost my voice yesterday. Inzaghi and we're going to go on a limb here. I, I, I think a lot, some Lazio fans are going to you know attack me on this one. He doesn't care about the club. I'm going to say it. This is going to be like a Kanye West moment with Mike Myers when he said that George Bush doesn't care about black people. And Zaghi doesn't give about, doesn't give shit about Lazio fans. He, he doesn't care. He does not care. Because time and, time and again, especially with Bayern Munich, what the hell? H-E-W hockey stick. What are you doing? Playing with a 3-5-2 against a monstrous Bayern Munich team. How many times have you dropped it? I know I got dropped a couple times as a kid. But Inzaghi, how many times have you been dropped as a kid? Are you insane? Did you wake up that morning just like upside down? Like just, I don't know, outside of the bed or you fell out of the bed or you fell down the stairs. Did you hurt yourself? Like... What were you thinking playing a 3-5-2? Like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, who pissed in your espresso? And then putting Patrick? Again with this Patrick. Like, 
these guys are butt buddies. These guys, I think they're, I think they're the stunt doubles for Brokeback Mountain because I'm getting sick of this relationship they got going on, this buddy buddy system. Patrick needs to perform well. He's not before. Did you guys see how he gave up that ball? Okay, there's, there's uh, Echadbi, which Echadbi, I got a bone to pick with you, and then the the uh, Muski there, number thirty-seven, call him Muski. You know, uh, like giving away the first goal. I get it. Okay, whatever. But Patrick, again and again, what are you doing going up the field? What are you? You're not a fullback anymore. You're a center back. You're a, a, a right center back, left center back, whatever you were at. Stop going. Stop it. You're not going to score a goal with your stupid Justin Bieber haircuts. Stop it. Okay? And you're not tough at all. Like Davies. Like, I'm not chir- chirping Davies or anything like that. I think he's great. He's Canadian boy. I'm not going to say nothing. Dude, come on. You could have put up bigger of a fight with Davies then. Or Sonny. Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? So, I don't know. Again, Claudio, Michelin man. The Penguin from the Batman. Our president, Claudio, obviously didn't care. He was just happy that we got the money qualificating for, for, for Lazio. Uh, for Champions League. That's it. That's all. He doesn't care about Lazio. Inzaghi and him don't care about Lazio. They don't care. Because if they would have cared... They would have spent more money on defenders, not get rid of defenders, and not cheap out on players. Okay, you got Muskie over over, over the, the winter transfer window from Milan on a free. Cool, that's fine. But come on, like really, that's all you could think of? You couldn't get another goalkeeper too? Sarakosha, again, I'm going to say it again. Sarakosha, he's gone. Mentally, his Lazio career is over. That's what I'm thinking, is over. He's already talking about Zajin. He wants to go to Borussia Dortmund. He wants to go to the Freiburg. Uh, he wants to go somewhere else. He, his, his time is done. Especially with his injury, is done. Kudos to Reyna. He's, he's pulling his weight. But come on, guys. The back. The, you should at least play with four in the back. Put Lazari back there and then put another one on the flank. And then Lazari going up and down. At least he can contain that space and, and go forward with the ball and stuff like that. You can't do that with the three plus with Patrick. You can't. And... Another thing, he tried to be. What would like? I saw this. I think it was Culture Boys. Anyways, shout out Culture Boys. I don't know if this was from Culture Boys, but they put a post up, and it was along the lines of he tried to be saying, which tried to be is one of my favorite defenders. Like I was kind of disappointed when when I heard this, and with the own goal too. He said that along the lines of, "Don't worry about Lewandowski. I've dealt with them with Italy when we p- played Poland." What the hell are you talking about? That is the most dumbest, dumbest thing I've heard. Not the the dumbest thing. Actually, the dumbest thing in soccer I heard when Pele said he was better than Ronaldo and Messi. Like, get out of here. Go eat some more Subway over there, fucking Pele. Like, shut up. But Echerbi saying what he said about Lewandowski had been one of the most dumbest things I've ever heard. The dumbest. How are you comparing Bayern Munich Lewandowski to Poland Lewandowski? Obviously, not the same players. You can argue this all day you want. Obviously, Poland as a, as a complete squad is a different squad than Bayern Munich, so you can't really give Lewandowski shit for anything. But what the hell are you saying that for, Echerbi? Like, Lazio, Italy, Poland, Bayern Munich. Two different worlds, two different mindsets. Like... Yeah, right. He, the guy ran past you like it was nobody business. And you got that own goal. Like, I get it. You tried and everything. But come on, dude. Like, really? If you're going to play... Again, I, I hate 3-5-2. 
I, I don't know if anybody says, I hate 3-5-2 with a passion. I don't know where Gasparini and Inzaghi get off, especially Inzaghi. Like, you've got, you've got some pretty decent fullbacks or left mids, right mids can be fullbacks. You use them. But he's, he's got this stupid thing about 3-5-2. It blows my mind. 3-5-2, Barry can, Barry can use it because they have, like, you know, center mids or left backs or fullbacks that can play the center back role and can do it and they have that that team that can do you know from center up top they have enough players there with 352 you need like monsters in the back you need disgustingly huge mother truckers like Nicolas Sul from from Bayern Munich he looks like one of the villains from the Mutant Ninja Turtles he looks like one of the like the pig one that's what he looks like you need someone like that at the back Okay, you need monsters, 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 monsters that are, are going to form a Greek wall, just a, a huge wall of China or the Trump wall at the back. So obviously Lazio being knocked out, I'm not going to, they're not going to come back if they do. That's the thing. If they do, Inzaghi's still done for me. I don't care about Inzaghi. He's done for me. And, and that's the thing. We can't sack him. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the funny thing. We can't sack him because... Uh, he's got his dick tied in out with Claudio. He's he was a primavera coach. Claudio was smart. Didn't want to spend so much money. Brought him in, and then there you go. Four or five years. It's like uh it's like us the fans. We're the sugar baby, and then Inzaghi's a sugar daddy. It's like we can't leave. We want to leave him and stuff like that, but we can't because he's gonna provide for provide. So what? Provide whatever. But we can't replace another sugar daddy. We just can't. We're not an attractive club. Lazio is not an attractive club in Europe, let alone Champions League or in Serie A. We're not attractive. Who are they going to bring in? Saudi? No. Because Claudio is going to be too cheap to bring in Saudi. Fiorentina, maybe, on the other hand, is going to bring Saudi. Okay, whatever. They got the money. They want to spend the money. But us? Nah. If if Lazio continue this poor attitude, this disgusting, disgusting delusion that... In, sorry, not Lazio. Inzaghi. Sorry, Inzaghi. I'm not going to rip up the team. If Inzaghi continues this disgusting, pathetic delusion of this 3-5-2 and it's going to get him to glory, oh, buddy, like, this guy's going to get shot, man. Like, he's he's going to he's gonna get mugged on the street. Someone's going to give him a puchigado, man, in, in, in the rib. He's going to get mugged because you can't continue like this, man. Something's got to give. you got to change his formation and quick because, like... And if you get sacked, buddy, I'm sorry. Like, I've defended you time in and time again. And I look like an idiot defending you. And you still play Patrick. And you still can see these. And you're yelling and screaming like an idiot. You look like a buffoon out there. An idiot out there. Like, I'm I'm appalled. I'm, I'm, I'm just at a loss here. Anyways, guys, this concludes our episode of the Kicking Cleats. Um, also, guys, I got another podcast out there called The Three Cuts of Tears. With Francesco from Six Side and uh, Ben or Elliot from uh, Two Four Seven Italiano Football, so please check that out. Um, also, I'm going to be doing video soon, hopefully on YouTube, so that's going to be dropping soon too. Uh, our guys say, guys, is manja, baby, fregadene, and I gotta say again, fucking manja. Okay, make sure you manja, guys. Okay, ciao.